everybody. Welcome to another episode of Canal Side Chats. And if you are following along at home, so to say, you'll recognize that we do not have an episode yesterday, uh, which would have been Friday if you are currently, if you're listening to this today when it was released. In other words, uh, we missed the episode Friday, and I'm uploading one for Saturday, and we're doing more of a live impromptu one, and that was completely unintentional. I could make it seem as though it was intentional and um, give credit to what occurred that led up to it, however it wasn't, but I don't know if you'd say ironically, coincidentally, However, that is the the topic that we're actually going to be talking about, is um, kind of twofold, going the flow, and two, uh, letting yourself just have freedom when necessary, and we'll we'll dive into that without this episode. So again, welcome to Canal Side Chats. Today's special episode, I'm actually not at um, overlooking the canal or anywhere close to it don't have my dog by my side I do have coffee as I am at a coffee shop first time I've been in a sit-down coffee shop relaxing with a book and a cup of coffee in months months Um, and so I'm trying out a new coffee shop that was about uh, about a 40 minute drive from my place and I'm pretty excited to be here so we're gonna talk about that today and here's, here's what I'm claiming is the reason why I missed the episode yesterday. Is Thursday morning, I woke up. Well, we're going to go back in time. Thursday morning, I wake up and for whatever reason, I was feeling inspired before my day started to look at you know, traveling, the van, uh, van life is what it's referred to as living out of a van, camping, just being outdoors. As if you don't know me, or as you get to know me, that's something that's kind of a passion for for me, is doing that. So I was looking at it, just kind of scrolling through, and was just continuing to get inspired. And the night before, or two nights before, I was conversing with my wife, and I said, hey, I just want to get up and go, and go do something, go somewhere. But for me... Although I can be spontaneous and do impromptu events, I like to plan and I like to have everything thought out. And so I was like, yeah, it's just never going to happen because those whimsical or spur of the moment ideas to do it, I tell myself, no, I need to plan for it, take time off, you know, budget, all that stuff. And so Thursday morning, I just was so overwhelmed with just inspiration and wanting to do this that I said, forget it. We're going. And so I come out, my wife's already hard at work, and I said, hey, what do you have planned for today? And she told me kind of her agenda. I said, hey, could you put some of that on hold? And what if we went camping tonight? And I said, I've been looking at a few places. I'll see if they're available, see if you know they're closed because of COVID or what's going on, how much it is, and let's just go. And so I found this spot, it's about an hour drive, had restrooms were open, showers were open, had, you know, uh, water and electric hookups so that way we could still do a few things. 
we needed to and the check-in time was at three o'clock so we had plenty of time to pack go buy some food and drive there before we even need to check in so we could actually get the full use of our day and she said yeah let's do it so i i booked it i i called made sure hey is this place actually open does it allow you know all this stuff so yeah so i paid for it booked the reservation for that campsite to go that exact that night as soon as that we started packing and we were off and we stopped and got hoagies at wawa which if you're not familiar with wawa depending on where you're at in the u.s Wawa is a uh, gas station chain, but they have phenomenal hoagies or subs, depending on what part of the country you might call them subs or sandwiches, but they're referred to as hoagies. And so we just stopped, got two hoagies at Wawa, um, took a quick bathroom break, drove the rest of the way, boom, got to our campsite and hooked up the, um, or set up our tent and you know, got some things out, ate our uh, hoagies, played some games, had some fun, got our supper ready, went on multiple walks, played with our dog, um, and then called it a night and woke up the next morning and went on some more walks in the morning, got breakfast ready, and then we decided, hey, we were going to go for a long hike, but the day was getting pretty hot, and I said, you know what, we already took yesterday off. Why don't we just, you know, pack up, get out of here. And it was a good thing because rain ended up coming that day and it was turned out when it wasn't raining, it was a tremendously hot day. So <clears throat> that leads us to this, apologize for the cough, that leads me to my point is it was completely spontaneous. Literally just woke up that morning, said, let's do it. I did maybe 15 minutes, a quick research and a phone call booked a spot, packed, and left, okay? And there was no real true planning. It was completely on the, the on that time frame, like today, let's do this. So it didn't stop there. I get home, do some stuff that following day, which is Friday, and I was actually gonna do thought about doing the podcast episode that Thursday there and then um, you know uploading it and then I said okay what about Friday morning I was going to do it I did actually have enough signal to kind of do it uh, out there to record an episode and everything but I was like I just want to kind of get away so I packed some books and just chilled played games with my wife just spent time me and my wife and our dog and just relaxed, played games. I read a little bit. Like I said, we cooked some food out there on a campfire. So now Friday comes, I get home, but I'm playing a little bit of catch up. And I said, you know, I just, I'm just not gonna be able to get it done. And so I said, hey, Saturday, my wife needed to meet somebody at a coffee shop. So I said, hey, you know, I'll just go with you and I'll do some work and I'll record there because this coffee shop actually had open seating as, um, cause where I live, open seating for coffee places and establishments slowly getting there, but it's not as, as relaxed. And so that's why we drove also because well, my wife was meeting somebody in this area, but we also drove cause it's much more relaxed for meeting people, um, and sitting down in an open area. So I, um, 
here I am. And all of this, in my mind, leads me to the core of the of this and this conversation. When those moments of inspiration arrive, take them. And I've actually kind of had a personally I had a theory about that. Is if you had those when those moments of inspiration come, you're just feeling crazy motivated and inspired and just want to do it. If you think, looking back at all those times you can remember them, or just imagine those, because you can refer back to the idea and the feeling of when that happens to you, thinking on that, moving forward in the future, imagining what the future would look like. To me, personally, my theory is if, if an individual grasped those moments every single time they came up, no exception, 100% of the time, as soon as they feel inspired, they, they get up out of bed or they you know, leave for the day from work or they do whatever, where their life would be. And I feel they'd be more successful. Now, I think of the movie Yes Man and how that's kind of that idea, saying yes to everything. But it's a little different because he said yes to everything. He wasn't feeling inspired by things. He just always said yes. And he went. And although, you know, later on, if if you haven't seen the movie, I'm going to ruin it because it's an older movie. So you should have seen it by now if you're going to watch it kind of idea. He finds out that he didn't need to say yes to everything. It was overall just the idea of saying yes more, especially to things you would generally say no to. But he took it so literally, he said yes to everything, and it turned out it changed his life, and he met this girl, and he got a job promotion, and felt happier, and all this. I think. At least that's what I remember the movie. I haven't seen it in years. But kind of that idea is, what if you just said yes or you took advantage of all the opportunities that uh, fell upon you, potentially, or inspired you. There are so many times where I'm out working or I'm commuting somewhere and I'm like, and I should text this person or I should call this person or I should email this person or I have this idea. And then half, some of the times I do, some of the times I don't. And it, the the... You could say funny, but the interesting thing is, of those times that I don't, a good portion, so let's just say 50-50, just for numbers, if you're a number person, 50 of the time, 50% of the time I do, 50% of the time I don't. Of the 50% of the time that I don't, I'd say additional 50, so a quarter of the time, so 50% of that time, within a week's time frame of me thinking about sending a text or emailing or calling or talking to that person, Iris, they they sent something out to me unrelated to what I wanted to converse with them about. And I just find it really interesting. And so all that together, it really has me wanting to embrace those impromptu times. And so this episode, we're here, now the core is twofold, really taking advantage of those opportunities going with them and finding that freedom when it's necessary, exploring it and giving yourself the ability to do that on the relaxation side, but also on the professional side, the career side. So Thursday, totally nowhere directly related to work. 
It's personal. Get up and go camping. Go be outdoors. Go explore. Go to somewhere new that you've never been. But doing that allowed me to refresh. I had an amazing time with my wife and my dog. It was the first time camping with him. He loved it. Um, and we had a really good time. It gave us some new challenges, some things to think about. You know, we could put, you know, a notch or a check mark saying, hey, we've camped at this site, let's move on to this one. We've had this experience, we've learned some things. And then how it correlates to professional is you have that escape that you need. And if you are following along at home, you know that prior to that, not even a, a month prior to that, I was out in the mountains in Georgia for a few, uh, for a few days. You might think, okay, you just want to, you know, out in the mountains on vacation, and then within a month you just say, oh, I need to go camping. Sometimes um, you might need more than you actually think you need. That's why on this part of the conversation, I'm saying if you schedule a vacation and you're like, this is the time that I'm going to relax, my brain's going to relax from this time to this time, it works for some. It can work for you, but sometimes you need more than that fill. You know, are there times where you lay, sit down or you and on the couch or lounge chair or whatever, and you sit and you're just relaxing for 10 minutes to take a quick break and you end up passing out for an hour? You know, whatever it is, your body sometimes tells you, you need more than you're actually allotting yourself to have. So I'm saying when the, the spur of the moment things come up, do it. And so I did it. I did. I did something else. Yeah, last night. I was getting ready to make dinner, and was cleaning up and everything. And um, took my dog out real quick and checked the mail. And there was a flyer in there, and they're having a special on. So I'm kind of a sucker to advertising. Although I actually didn't go to that store, so. Am I really a sucker for advertising? I don't know. But they were actually having some special on some of their meat products. And I have not had a steak in forever because, one, meat prices have gone up. Two, restaurants are closed. Three, time. Four, I'm trying to cut back on the amount of beef that I'm eating stuff. And so I was just, man, I have not had a steak in forever. And I said, you know what would be good is having a grilled steak mashed potatoes, you know, salad, you know, rolls, a whole nine yards, and just enjoying the meal, taking some time to relax. So I talked to my wife, she's, yeah, fish sounds good, because she doesn't eat meat of that kind. She's a pescatarian, so she's like, what about some salmon for me? But everything else sounds good. And um, so I ended up going out, and I got steaks, and I got you know, stuff for Caesar salad, and I made my own steak marinade, and so that way it was still creative, it was not the generic, let's go to a restaurant and get it, although I'm not condemning that or anything, I'm just saying I still got to create, I still got to be inspired, I still got to satisfy that craving that I had, while, and having an outlet, and it was totally impromptu. 
And so between the steaks and the salmon and the camping the night before and everything and the hoagies and just really going off the cuff, not having you know your meal plan and your weekly plan, your budgeting and all that stuff, it still was less than $100 for everything. And that's not really bad for $100, less than $100 for two people. If I really did the math, it's probably not even $80. Um, for multiple days of rejuvenation to the soul and the mind and the body. And it was completely right then and there. Literally wasn't, oh, I thought about it last week. It was then and there, that moment, I'm going to do it. And so that's what I did, all both times. And I'm encouraging you to do the same. And so as I sit here enjoying this coffee, and um, the peace and quiet and solitude before hectic last part of the month. So depending on what you do for work, for me, I have two weeks left, rough, just under two weeks left of the month and I have some new equipment coming in next week that's supposed to be here next week and that should be opening up new doors I have some presentations and some draft deadlines and just all this work that I really need to get done by the end of this month and I'm looking at probably the remaining two weeks of 10 plus hour days each day, so 70 plus hours a week worth of work, totally fine, not complaining, not looking for sympathy or pity party or anything. I'm just saying, hey, sometimes you need that. And I have this inclination that in the back of my mind, my body was saying, my mind was saying, hey, you know what's about to happen. You should take a quick little break and feel rejuvenated and prepped and inspired and get that escape that you need because it's been proven they say it takes about a week to do it but it's been proven that if you un- unplug so is what they call it where you disconnect from social media and your phone and all electronics for a week you can completely rewire your brain towards feeling the anxiety and pressure that comes with it so yeah I went for an evening one night but it still allowed me to disconnect, to enjoy nature, and it was a good time. I really got to, the only bad side of my joke is my wife forgot the bug spray, and we were, yeah, I especially, I feel like every single morning of my body was bit by some kind of insect or bug or whatever. And I almost was like, man, let's just go out and get it, but I said, you know what, it shouldn't be that bad, and. You know, we have some anti-itch cream at home. Man, I regret that. I should have stopped. When I remember, when I when we recognized we didn't pack it and went and bought an extra pack. But I said also, my stingy self said, we don't need to go buy another bottle when we have a bottle at home just for one night. Now I kind of regret that too. But um, that leads me kind of the other part that I want to talk about is keeping in perspective what you can or can't do and what you should and shouldn't do kind of deal. So me camping, if you're like, man, I feel inspired, I want to go camping, but you don't have a tent or, you know, outdoor equipment or any of that, 
then you might not be able to do it for under a hundred bucks. We have all that stuff because we're out, we're somewhat outdoor people. So we had a tent, we had you know cast iron, we had uh, lights and bags and all that stuff. And so the only thing we had to go out and buy was just some charcoal for the campfire and food to eat. That was it. And we were ready to go. But you can do things very similar. Maybe for a few extra bucks, you get a cabin. A lot of campsites have cabins, have bunks. And you, if you don't have a sleeping bag, you can go buy one for $20 or less. Okay? So, and depending on where you're at, what cabin you get, you know, you can go really primitive camping type cabin wise as primitive you can get in a cabin and some of them are you know like 30 40 bucks a night 20 bucks for a sleeping bag 30 bucks for food there you go you're roughly the ballpark of a hundred dollars give or take and you're out enjoying nature and camping and you can go walks and you can unplug and you can get away and you might not get um ate up as much as i did you know what i'm saying because you're in a cabin so just go and do things and professionally and personally. So professionally, if you have you thought, man, I should talk to this person, or you're intimidated that they might take it wrong. Here's a couple things that I've been learning and I actually would love feedback on this thought is the assumption that you feel that you're on their schedule or you have the same fears or anticipations as they do. So in other words, let's say you're an entrepreneur looking for investors and you know Say you know three people out of you know everybody you know three of them that they're millionaires. Their their overall worth is a, is a million plus. Okay, and you said you know what? I know them personally. I've talked to them, shook their hand. I actually even have their phone numbers, and I know that I don't know exactly how much they're worth, but I have this inclination that they're at least a million plus either. For conversations you've had with them, other people, you know, some of the businesses they run, the investments that they do, that you just say, like, really, it should be about a million plus, okay? And you're like, I just need $10,000 to get started. $10,000 to anybody, you know, it's still 10000 but, you know, to somebody with a million plus, it might not be as crucial as somebody who only has $20,000, you know what I mean? So... You're, you're, you got the idea, okay. I'm gonna see if they might be able to have outlets. I'm not even ask them directly for 10,000, maybe partial. Maybe they know of a place I can get funding or they know I can apply for a grant or something. But then you assume, let's just say in this hypothetical, you're going through, you're about to call them, and straight up ask them. And you think, you know, I probably should word it better. Maybe I should put together a presentation or a PowerPoint or something. Maybe they're busy maybe they don't want to fund me maybe they don't have the time you just go through all these possible outcomes that you are thinking but you're not them at all so this might sound really cheesy and stupid but when i get in that moment i kind of recall try to recall this think line of thinking if I was them, so if you're having those thoughts, they're not going to give me $10,000. I'm basically borderline begging for money. Why would they give it to me? If you have those thoughts, you're putting what you feel and think yourself onto them. 
which means if you need the $10,000 and now you're thinking like them, they wouldn't have the $10,000, so why ask them? You're asking them because they have the $10,000. Therefore, they're not gonna think like somebody who needs the $10,000. They already have it. They're at a totally different way of thinking. Track with me? In fact, it actually works that way. There's this book that I read, um, and I recommend it's You Are Badass at Making Money. It's a lot based on Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, um, but it's like a more modern version, testimonial style um, of how she went from being in her middle aged and like completely broke to a millionaire and a successful author and coach and everything. And she said when she figured out she needed to make that just go for it moment and needed $80,000, not 10 grand, 80,000. She booked a ticket, flew to somebody who she knew had a bunch of money and said, I need this money. Okay. Now what happened? It came, and that was starting more and more of the domino effect for her to get to where she was, which I'm sure she's paid her back and then some. My point is this. You can think, I can't do that or whatever, but you're not them. I'll put it this way, really simple, and then I'll move on. If you are an individual that's never even remotely made more than $200,000 at one time in your life. You cannot possibly think on the exact same wavelength and thought process as somebody who on a regular basis makes it. You have similar ideas. I'm not saying you're, you're not as intelligent or your ideas aren't as great. You might be that, like, increasingly much smarter than that person, but you don't think the same. You don't have the same experience. You don't sit and look at your finances and say, okay, what should I do with $200,000 plus? You never had that conversation. You can theorize about it, but you've actually never been in that moment. So you cannot place your current standing on that person. One way, one last way to put this is if you've never experienced it, you cannot assume what that experience is like. Therefore, go out to find those people who have experienced it to get to that experience. That's plain and simple. And I'm part of this is me telling myself that because I'm in the process of actually drafting a few things to get some additional investing. And it's a scary process to believe, place to be, process to go through. So I'm going to wrap this up. And uh, uh, really the point was, when those moments come, take them. And if you think you need to prepare for it, here is my final thought on that. The inspiration that caused you to be inspired, to feel like I need to do this now, I feel that energy is enough to give you what you need, even if you stumble and fumble and really suck, to do it, to go through it. I'll put it, wrap it up this way. 
personal belief is you're more likely to be able to succeed at something you feel inspired to do than you are to succeed at something that you've prepped for but aren't inspired to do. Because I feel that inspiration allows you to create just that brief moment where you can move on and just excel at something you don't you didn't think you could excel at. So that's today's episode. I would say to uh, summarize everything is those moments where you feel like, man, I just need to do this. Whatever it is. And I'll say this, it's not like daydreaming. It's not where you feel like, man, I've always wanted to go on a trip to Cancun or Hawaii or travel to Paris. And you just think, man, I should do this, I should do this. A fantasy and a daydream is not the same as thinking to yourself, man, I could just really see myself going to the Eiffel Tower and or having, you know, an espresso in Italy. Because you're passionate about coffee, you're passionate about that thing and that experience. You're feeling like, man, if I did this, this would improve my life this way. And feeling an inspiration, that's different than being like, man, someday I'll go. No, that'd be kind of crazy or whatever someday. Trust me, you'll know the difference between a daydream and the inspiration. Just, dude, book that flight and go. And sometimes you might think to yourself, I can't, I can't be in the place. I got a job, I got kids, I got all this. I believe when you're truly inspired, you'll find the inspiration and you won't be abandoning your current situation to where you're totally hosed if it doesn't work out. I don't believe that. I believe that it pushes you to the next step to where you need to be. And take that leap of faith. And so I actually want one of our future episodes is actually going to be about that taking those leaps of faith and how they look and how they could potentially play out. So, feeling inspired to do something, feeling motivated to do something, do it. Then and there, take action. Push yourself. Because like me with camping, I really wanted to go and I could have easily just said, oh, that's a good idea, and never did it. And I could have been like, okay, let's get some packing together and still had the chance, let's not do it. But I paid for it, I pushed it, I brought somebody in to help keep me, and I just kept on that one side. I didn't look back and say, oh, this might be a bad idea, and I got things and responsibilities. I just kept going. You know what happened? The only thing that didn't occur was I didn't get this podcast out on Friday. That's it. So far. And I think that'll probably be about it. And so what happened? I got to make a podcast at a coffee shop that I haven't sat down in a coffee shop in a long time. So I'm not saying I'm being rewarded for making that decision, but just trust, have faith. So thanks for listening to Canal Side Chats, and uh, we'll uh, see you next week.